Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, 5 Minutes with the G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, we produce, record and edit video content, and audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Verbal, Podomatic, Anchor, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and www.pitch-talk.com The pitch is where we eat, the pitch is where we sleep and the pitch is where we talk. Welcome to Coaching with JBK. Welcome, welcome and it's yours truly JBK and this is a special edition of Coaching with JBK, which looks at the Women's FA Cup prize fund set to increase. So, to put this into perspective, and the reason why this is as big as it is, is on the 28th of January, and at the time of recording this, it was mentioned, and it is mentioned, that the prize fund for the Women's FA Cup is about to increase. Now, to give it into perspective... The winners of the FA Cup itself will, and the women's FA Cup, I should say, stand to win a guaranteed 25 grand. When you look at the men's side, you stand to win 1.8 million for winning the, for winning the FA Cup. Now, the FA, the women's fifth round, which was this weekend, was for the men's side was 180 grand 180,000 um, pounds for the women's side which was just this week alone the fifth round proper was 3,000 pounds for the losing team 750 pounds now there were teams that basically over that over that time hadn't accrued enough money to be even allowed to play in the in in that trophy for the women's side so when you're looking at it can we not introduce equal pay going forward if you're looking at those from from the side of oh well women's football isn't as important or is women's football isn't as big as the men's game well that's because it was banned for pretty much 50 years and then from 71 all the way up until probably 20, uh, 2003 we didn't really hear much about the women's game and even if you heard from 2003 it was a select few that really did so now you go to 2015 where the England women's team managed to come third beating Germany in the World Cup in 2015 in Canada all of a sudden, we now need to put some money into the women's game. But was it enough? No. If you look at the WSL, that still has 12 teams in it. Not so long ago, it was only 10. Not so long ago, it was the WSL 1, WSL 2. Not so long ago, it was a spring and a summer series. Or a spring and winter series. Or the summer and winter. It, it just had so many different connotations that when you're looking at the the sides that really should be putting money into their teams, they weren't. Even Manchester United were, were forced to, and I do use the term literally forced, 
to put aside together, put a club together in the women's section. They had disbanded their women's section and all of a sudden there was a little bit of noise that they didn't have a team. By the time the noise had come around, they already had a team. And that was coming from Megan Rapina. But that's besides the point. What I'm saying is with a team like Manchester United, that team should have been above and beyond with Man City, Chelsea and Arsenal from the first the first game in the 2011 WCL series. It wasn't. They weren't there. They had to work their way up again. You look at teams like Newcastle United. You look at teams like um, so many different teams that Liverpool, not in the, in the, in the uh, WSL, but they're working their way back up towards it. You look at, let's look at the 20 teams that are in the, in the, the Premier League and then work out how many of those teams have actually got a women's side that are as successful as Arsenal or Chelsea or Man City and then how many teams they actually play within that season. Do they play 20 games? No. Oh, 20 teams? No. Sorry, 19 teams. Let me get that right. Are there 20 teams in the, in the WSL? No. Are there 38 games within a season for the WSL? No. Can funding really help the WSL to move forward? Yes. And that also goes with the, F the FA Cup. You can't necessarily have a team that's going to be out of pocket before they even play the round of game. We had not so long ago Clapton, who done an, had an amazing run in, in the league, um, in, the, in the cup, and eventually had to go to Plymouth. But their prize fund didn't accrue to what they needed to, to get to Plymouth in the first place. And that was the issue. They had to prize fund just to even get there. Now you're looking at teams like Ipswich and Southampton who have a chance of getting through. And this is the issue. You've got teams like that who possibly should be pushing the rhetoric of having two teams who pay the same the same wage within their club standings between the men's and the women's on equal level. And on top of that, then you will start to see that there was there is an FA Cup prize fund and a WSL prize fund that we really need to look for. We really need to see. So... In short, I'm going to say, has this been coming? Yes. Is it, I think, 10 years out of, out of 10 years too late? Mm. Half and half, probably agree to disagree on that situation. I'd probably say, yes, it's it should have been done sooner. But it's a stepping stone to say that the women's game is going to have the same equal opportunities as men. And that's that's the real that's the reality of this. So the fact that we're increasing the prize money in the FA Cup, one of the oldest cups in history, in history. Now we're going somewhere with the women's game. We just need to do it with everything else, and then hope that we get the same branding, the same, or well, not just the same branding, but the same level of um, consistency within the men's and the and the women's game, where you get. VAR at some point where you get people really using the, the, the rules properly. I still remember 2019 where the goalkeeping rule for penalties where you couldn't move your foot off the line for a goalkeeper. 
that was only introduced in the third round of games in the group stages. Not the first, in the third round of games in the group stages. And it cost the team. It cost the team um, a place in the next round. And now to throw over to my guest and fellow co-host, SSLJA. Hey, what is up, JBK? Appreciate you having me on Coaching with JBK and especially about these subjects as well. You know what, yeah? I mean, these these two are of critical importance. And I'm going to take the FA Cup one first. Um, the, the Women's FA Cup getting more prize money I think is I think is tremendous, um, and the fact is, I mean, I mean, looking at the numbers as well, where fourth round FA Cup tie winners get ninety thousand pounds in the men's game and two thousand in the women's game, and then the prize money for this season's FA Cup final being one point eight million compared to nine hundred thousand for the runners up, but in the women's game it's twenty five thousand and fifteen thousand disrespectively <laughs> it's like you can see that huge disparity that really shouldn't be there and we know why it's there it's because you look at the good old boys running the game good old boys good old men whatever you want to call them it's them kind of people running and ruining the game and it's one of them where it's like men controlling a women's game is kind of bad enough already but when they're, stri they're I mean they're not even strip mining it they're just giving them crumbs it's like yeah here's a crumb be happy that you've got that and that balance definitely needs to be redressed now some people would say that oh the standard of women's football is not good enough oh they're not big draws and da 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 yeah but uh, I, I kind of hate when people say that because imagine if your imagine imagine if your efforts were deliberately held back and literally stopped for 50 years. Imagine you were banned from something for 50 years. You couldn't do it. So of course you're and by men as well if you're a woman. So of course your standard in the game is not going to be as high as the other one who's had a 50-year head start. It's like comparing... Um, what's Tony Khan's wrestling company? AEW. It's like comparing them to WWE. It's like it's not a fair comparison. And it's actually almost the same one. Where it's like, dude, there is no comparison between the two because one of those companies has been around in its current incarnation as WWE slash F for 50 plus years. They even did a DVD of it a few years back. So it's like, they've got a massive head start. So you can't compare the two. Oh yeah, one may win the ratings or whatever, but if you're comparing literally company to company side by side, as I said, there literally is no comparison. And at the end of the day, the only difference, I mean, you, oh, actually, you could actually say, yeah, WWE have held everybody else back. You actually could say that, plundering the territories and all that sort of stuff. Um, so you could, you could in theory say that they held everybody back. 
but um and also the, those contracts where it's like yeah you can work for everybody but the other two or the other one and it's like well <laughs> you can't work nowhere then but with coming back to um what's it women's versus men's football it's one of them where it's like of course that people are going to argue that the standard is low but they won't know most people don't know that context that the women's game was literally women's football was banned for 50 years so as I said they're clawing that back and getting little pieces of equality here and there and it's one of them ones it definitely needs to be it needs to be more and it needs to be a concerted effort as well it can't just be one little thing here and one little thing there it's like there has to there have to be more strides made because of course you've got divisions within the women's game as we've discussed before on a special feature about the lack of BAME representation at management level and above there's still that to be sorted out as well but the fact of the matter is first and foremost you've got to sort out the inequalities between the men's and the women's game and then you got and then you attack everything else because you can only really put your focus full focus on one thing at a time no matter who you are so i'm i'm glad that this fa cup financial balance imbalance is getting addressed but there's so much more that needs to be done and who's to say how quickly it's going to happen because there's even so there's still going to be a major disparity and the fact that MPs are getting involved and all that it's like okay cool fine and it's like calling for protests cool and it's one of them the FA is saying they've had a clear plan for women's football it's one of them ones where it's like well it doesn't seem that way some, some things do seem like token gestures and it is one of them ones where it's like, okay, cool. They're like this year they invested 50 million quid into an initial game plan for growth strategy, which doubled female participation. Okay, cool. But as you said, Jamie, before, and especially recently, there have been a good few clubs, good few women's clubs going out of business. So how is that being addressed? Where is that 50 million going? And even so, 50 million is a tiny amount. Especially when you compare it and you put into context the Premier League deal that is what, 5.45 billion. And that's just been renewed for another couple of years at the same price. So it's like, it's not as if there's not the money to invest. So I, without being cynical, you kind of have to always come back to that. Now we're talking about the FA Cup being prize funded. I'm absolutely delighted with that. Let's really push the, and push the boat out and hope that we get more fans into stadiums, not just at Wembley, but also wherever, the, wherever an FA Cup game is going to be from the preliminary rounds all the way through. And that way we can see that we are still, we are now noticing that not only can the men play, but the women can play too. Because the funding is, and the marketing has been really pushed to make sure that that's going to happen. Yours truly, JBK, is going to sign off with this one. I hope you enjoy this one. Have a think. Should 
should it have been increased sooner or is it the right time for the right amount as well at the moment we don't know how much it's going to be because the fa have not released it but hopefully we will know hopefully we'll know before before the next um, before next season comes yours truly is about to go i'm out peace Join the Pitch Talk revolution. Check out the official Pitch Talk website. www.pitch-talk.com Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV. Including special feature segments. Five minutes with the G. The straight shooting view. Coaching with JBK. We produce, record and edit video content. And audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Verbal, Podomatic, Anchor, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk Revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and www.pitch-talk.com The pitch is where we eat, the pitch is where we sleep and the pitch is where we talk. I can see you now.